a episode 141. We made a podcast. Caesar don't know it in Portuguese. Go and try it. Say 41. Yeah, that's pretty easy, actually. I could have done that. <laughs> episode 141. We made a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Back in the building. The labor of love. Every week we upload and literally don't stop. <laughs> that was every <laughs> week we do. Every week. Okay. All right. <laughs> literally every week we come with the bars. Ah, what are you doing? Ah! Ah! <laughs> come with the bars every week. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. We got to do it because literally there's really nobody out of America dropping like real analytical stuff when it comes to the sport and talking about the really important topics. Analytical and ratchet. Yeah, literally there's nobody doing what we're doing actually. So, I mean, literally we're pioneers, as Caesar said, probably on our eighth episode. <laughs> and we're the realest. We so were we- pioneers by the time we did that test episode. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember it. I still have the test episode. <laughs> um... Anyway, we made a podcast episode 141. We made a podcast.com. I made a podcast on all social media. Uh, make sure uh, see, y'all are okay. So make sure you follow X Mufasa's Taquitos on Twitch. And we made a season on Twitch. They will be playing at some Apex Legends tournament this weekend, allegedly. Well, we actually beat the Global Series qualifiers. So, uh, did yeah. you have to qualify for these? Qualifiers? No, the qualifiers. Oh, okay. qualify so I could, so, so I could, I could, you could literally make a team and register. <laughs> Going real slow. <laughs> That's for the video. Uh, make Shoot sure here, Bam's like. <laughs> make sure you, uh, but your, your boy sniping skills <laughs> is very regular. <laughs> okay. Uh, make sure you uh, go on YouTube. You can watch the videos. They're usually pretty funny because Caesar's ridiculous. Um, so much to talk about today. Gonna do a, a very slight little bit of a recaps on um, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Menu Burnley. Not, not uh, PSG Stade Rennais, right? Stade Rennes. No. Um, but no butt passes by Neymar. No, and we're <laughs> going to talk about obviously the big transfer so far, Chicharito to LA Galaxy. Oh, I feel like there's going to be a transfer while during the show. Like, no, actually, it's late in Europe. Um, the hell? What they do transfer at 10 p.m. out there? They probably do. Oh God! <laughs> okay, here goes Caesar. Uh, here goes Caesar. Um, what's the protection name? is ended. We're gonna we're gonna do Chicharito LA Galaxy talk. We're gonna. I'm going to prove something I've said to Eric Krakauer. Hopefully, he told me to send him the link on Twitter. I will be sending the link, so hopefully he hears this. And I will be proving something I said to him on Sports Burst a few weeks back. He's going to tell you that he meant this sarcastically. Possibly. Um, But I'm still going to prove my point either way. Fair. With with evidence, as I do. Fair. Um, We're going to talk. We're going to talk again about what's going on with Cavani and PSG right now. Um, Free Vani. Indeed. We're going to get into the Aaron Hernandez documentary, which I should probably look up the actual name of. What is it? Inside the Making Mind of... Making a Murder. No, no, oh. that's not it, Caesar. Uh, Inside the Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Is it Inside the Mind of a Killer? Inside the Mind of a Killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Or Making a Murder. It's not Making a Murderer. <laughs> Inside the Mind of a Killer. But, I mean, he officially only caught one body, but... And that's uh, still a killer. I mean, yeah, but damn... <laughs> it's still singular um, also okay. Officially and, yeah I, And also we're going to talk about um, Delonte West's sad situation as well Oof. But let's talk What a show I mean you feel me You know actually Do you want to talk about the uh, Conor McGregor fight a little bit too later Yeah we can Okay did you watch it yeah. I mean it was short right yeah, I guess I got a. I got a uh, I'm conspiracy theory season. This ooh, one. okay, yeah. Don't let me forget it then. Okay. And um, also, a little Super Bowl um, 
uh, preview as well. Caesar don't even know who's in the Super Bowl. Yes, Chiefs versus Niners. <laughs> I um, okay. Anyway, Caesar, did you, I've uh, seen all the memes. Relax. <laughs> I saw. Um, I watched Chelsea versus Arsenal. Um, that oh, was okay. a really good game, actually. Huh. Shout, shout out Brazilians. Who? Uh, Martinelli, whatever is Martinelli's. Oh, Martinelli is definitely named after uh, uh, the, the, the cider. The cider. <laughs> you know, his parents are like, "Yo, oh, this is I'll good give you, G. I'll give this you, is good G." And they named. I'll give stuff. you ten dollars if you name what team he came from in Brazil. Um, Palmeiras. No. Uh, I'll give you a hint in that Division One. Oh, then Victoria. Then no, no. That was a slight. That, 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 that was okay. a, that was a diss. But go ahead. That's a that's a compliment. <laughs> what? Who is it? Some team called Union. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like no, the, his team. I was like, it's hmm. like the number I, nine. When with I saw the, the team they took. I saw when I saw the team that picked them up. He got they got it from him. I was like, hmm. I gotta investigate this uh, the scouting out here. That's some deep digging for a player. He's a good player, though. Yeah, but I mean, he came out like I mean, this is just like out of nowhere. His, his stadium must be like five thousand seats. <laughs> yeah, they got this joints like that in Europe. Um, but no, he's a good player. Yeah, though. Division Twelve. <laughs> yeah, um, really good game. I'm not gonna go into a full recap, but Arsenal went down early. Um, David Luiz. Oh, I have a question actually. Um, David Luiz caught a red card. Okay, so in the David Luiz play, what's his name? Mustafi. Caesar, you good? I don't like it on my eyeball. It's annoying. Oof. Um, CD. What's the name? Um, Mustafi. Mustafi tried to kick the ball back to Leno, and it like popped up or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tammy Abraham ended up getting on the end of it, and David Luiz fouled him in the box. Last defender and got a red card. Now Caesar, and and like Leno was like off the line. So I so basically, I mean, you could assume that Tammy Abraham was going to make that shot. So my question is, is it better to give up that goal or to take the penalty red card and maybe he missed the penalty? Maybe somebody missed the penalty. Like, what do you think is a better idea in the 26th minute? I'd rather give up that goal in the 26th so? minute. Yeah, to be honest with you. Um, but really because... I think, he, I think he was watching some Fede Valverde highlights and thought this was his moment. Yeah, no. Especially knowing it's his in the box. Ass. But to be honest with you, dog, like, that wasn't the time for yeah. it. You had to, to to do that. To be honest with you, and to, to, if he was to make the argument, well, you know, I didn't want him to score. That kind of shows a lack of faith in your team and your defense. If you're not, if you don't believe you can hold up the line in the offense, people can, soccer, can get though. it back. No, it's not, it's not you football. have 26 minutes in the game. You had time to come bringing it back. No, I, I feel you. I, I don't. I do not believe the red card 26 minutes know, in warranted his actions, dude. That's way but too the early. Only def- the only defense <clears throat> I have is that, like, obviously in soccer, like it's low scoring. Zero zero is uh, is a point. You know, like they ended up with one point anyway. So like I can see. Yeah. Well, hindsight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like I can see, like saying, like, well, look, like you can. It's still a positive result with like if that person misses the penalty. I, yeah, but the thing is, is what if you do? He gets a penalty block, and then because they're ten down, they just get, get a, a decimated four one because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they had enough people back, yeah. and they already have a terrible back line. Yeah, so it was just like yeah, I, 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 I agree think, with you. I was just being devil's advocate. I know you were, and it's fair. I think that once again, ninety third minute, eighty eighth minute, eightieth yeah. minute, even seventy fifth, you could tell me seventy fifth, yeah. you could tell me. Cause I'm like, look, defense. We got ten. Just, just park this joint for 15 minutes. Let's go. Yeah. But if you're telling me at the 26 minute dog, they it's they even had a commercial it's break. Yeah, they have one card. commercial break. You're already out the game. <laughs> yeah, it's too early to take a, a red card in my too opinion. Early. But I, but like in that moment, I can it, see him d- doing that because you just kind of go into that mindset. To me, I think David Luiz 
that he he made a decision based in the moment athletically and not using his he wasn't being intelligent he wasn't thinking through his actions he was being impulsive i think it was an impulsive uh, impulsive move on his part well, I think and that's his happens. training. I think that's probably how, he, how he's your coach. He's always been like this, though. He's but, always but, been an impulsive player. He's like, what, 34 now? It's not like there's a new, new thing for him. No, but I think that's how look, a, a center back is coached. Like, if the if the goalie's off the line... They're not it, to coach to do that in the first half, though. Well, I, well, okay. Now, I think that they're coached. Like, if your goalie's off the line, your last man, do whatever you got to do to not let the person okay. score. But, like, yeah. But, th- but yeah, like... You might not want to do that in the second minute, but I, I feel like you're not going to be thinking like that in that moment. Like, you're just like, I just can't let this person score. Yeah. And it wasn't like a super bad foul. Like, I was almost like they might not even call it a penalty. Um, they did. They did. Uh, Tammy Abraham is not, like, super athletic. His legs are so long. Like He looked kind of goofy. Yeah. Totally, like, he, he runs around kind of weird. But, yeah, I, I don't think he should have done it, but I'm not, like, blaming him for it. And, like... And and nobody like his coach and like the assistants were like patting him on the back like look they, oh, yeah they, I mean, they, they're not gonna shoot him down but yeah they I, appreciate the sacrifice I think I I think it's I think ESPN FC made a bigger deal out of it than what it was it wasn't that big of a deal they were kind of tearing him a new one over really there. yeah they were that's unfair that's unfair but I don't think it was that mm-hmm. but I can't tell you it was a good decision you can't tell me this it, I can't tell you that that's like the right call I I don't um, think it's a I don't think it's a good decision but I think it's normal. I've seen many center backs. Twenty six minute dog. I don't but, know but normal. You, I, that's the thing. Like I don't think in that moment Especially you're thinking about. Oh, it's too early in the match. Like I just think your training is to not let him score. Maybe, maybe if he did something like like a, an aggressive shoulder check or something like that, it's different. But I mean, like, look, man, in that situation, like, of course it's hindsight. Like I'm not down on the field running around like him. Yeah. It's always different when you're there, first person running yeah. around. And the goalie's off the line. If the goalie was on the line and he did it, then I'd be like, you kind of just. I'm, the you know what, dog? I can't do it. You just kind of got to let that goal in, dog. I, okay, it, it is I, what it is. I, I disagree. I don't think it's that simple of a decision because the goalie's off the line. Yeah. Like, if the goalie was on the line, then I'd be like, that's a terrible decision. Like, you got to give the goalie a chance to make a save. But the goalie's not there. So, like, you got to – like, I'm not saying it's a good decision, but I think most – pretty much every center back is not going to just let the dude score. I've seen plenty of running back let, let a dude run off. So, I, I don't know. Mm, I've never seen somebody just let somebody run. Like if just, they're that far up, yeah. He wasn't. No, he was close. I to know him. he was close. He's close, and he's just trying to. I mean, it ended up being a foul, but I don't think that any center back is going to just be like, okay, like it's the better decision. Just let I don't him think score. every. I don't think every center back's going to get a red card right there. He was the last defender. I know, but I'm not saying every single. Right, I don't think every single defender is going to get that red card in the same situation yet. 26 minute mark. I don't think that's so. the only. That's the only way that you're going to keep him from not scoring. I can definitely like, see him doing it, but I can't see every single. Center I think back every doing center back it. is going to try not to let him score and. Yes, you're behind card, him. I don't know. You're behind him. Like that loses is behind him. The only way you're gonna get in a position to not let him score is to like foul him. That's the only way. And I don't think that it's a good decision, but I think that's the normal decision. I don't think it's fair for them to like tear him a I don't think so either, decision. but I'm not gonna sit and like like be like, well, you know, it happens all the time. No, it doesn't happen all the time. You don't see that that plays like that don't happen all the time yeah. where the dude scuffs the back pass and the goalie has to come up and then the center the center four gets it it's it's a big mistake of a play but either way uh investigate N'Golo Conte he he may be compromised he got broke off though. he didn't get broke off he literally fell down in the middle of the pitch 
This is Martinelli's literally running straight, and he's like... Got Could like have been a, a divot or something. You never know. Mm, no, nah, I mean, that's okay. Maybe you're the one that uh, sent him a little something. Maybe you want to investigate him for other reasons, but I'm going to let him go. What other reasons? You know something about him? Because you seem like you know something. You, no, no, You seem kind of biased. Investigate Ngolo Conte. And Because uh, I'm like, damn dog, for real? You he looked crazy out there. He just literally fell down on a counterattack. Like, he got broke off by that Brazilian. He, didn't, I don't, he didn't get broke off. He broke off. Caesar, okay, thank you. Like, literally, it's like, dog, like... All you got to do is just kind of trail, like, not trail, but just, like, kind of f- just stay in front of Still him. Still, dog happens. Mm, it, it was very suspect, dude. It was very suspect. <laughs> Even the dude behind him was like, whoa, man. Make it a little you bit believable. You never know. Make it believable. <laughs> make it believable. <laughs> you Like, soccer is probably, like, the sport where, like, like, NBA and NFL, probably so many big feet players in soccer, they're probably all wearing, like, a nine. Yeah, um, nine six six and nine. Yeah, like it's a, it's an advantage to have small feet. Yeah, um, definitely a win. But yeah, that game ended two two. It was a good it was a good match. Um, Arsenal fought back really hard, and I think like even though it was like another draw for them, like they they like felt a lot of belief from that, especially being down a man that early. Um, the Arteta kept on Ozil for way too long. Ozil came out in the second half. I think it was like the fifty fourth minute or something like that, and he still looked upset. I'm like, dog, like, you literally suck, and you make everything worse. Um, I think Gunduzi came on for him, and then somebody came off, and they played better, too. I can't remember who it was. It's really weird what's going on at Arsenal. Well, whatever, I'm not even going to it. Um, today is Wednesday, January 22nd. Anybody in the football world knows that Burnley beat Manchester United at home today 2-0. Man, you, like, when you watch them play, it looks like they're at practice, like, like there's no urgency. It's like we're just kind of passing the ball around in a way that's like, you don't, you like, there's no, like, you don't have to it's score like the, the it's ball. Like, it's like they're all waiting for one other person to do something. It's like really the pass weird. happens, like, oh, he's probably going to do somebody. He's going to do somebody. It doesn't ever look like there's anybody saying, let's get it cracking. They're like, this is my ball. Like, my time to shine. No one has, like, that, that drive. Literally, it's like... They should have got the, Ronaldo. They're tripping. <laughs> it's literally like the only people that kind of do that is like Daniel James and like Andreas Pereira. Yeah. Daniel James gets the ball and then he just press acceleration button. Yeah, you know but I mean? it's like, it's, it's just like you're not really doing it in the in the place you need to do it. No. He just, Andres, he just literally just goes. Pereira is kind of good too. Matic was making some good passes today, but like... I'm like, yo, like it just looks like practice. It's like you're not really doing what you need to do. Yeah. To like score, you're just kind of making the normal pass, and it's not really working out, and like you don't care. And I feel like that's like so much of who Mourinho is today. Like his influence is like, like I feel like the nowadays Mourinho can kind of make not not Mourinho, um, uh, Ole dude. Like I feel yeah, like, like Mourinho. Uh, I feel like um, Ole's personality is not like urgent, like. Mm-hmm. He's not like trying to like really. He's not fiery. No, like he's not like really trying to do anything, and then that just makes the team suck. Um, because it's not like their players are really really bad, but for whatever. I, I watch all those guys' sports d- debate tables mm-hmm. about Man U. It's hilarious. I'm sure they'd be going off. No, they'd be going off. Be but so it's kind of weird. Like the arguments are weird because sometimes I feel like the ones that are fired up saying that like, oh, like, 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 um. Like, they were talking about Man U's, like, making transfers. They're not trying to make anything happen. The other guy was like, I forgot who it was, but it was two of them. And um, they were arguing about it. And it was, to me, it's like, okay, you're saying that Man U um, spent this and this on players. But it's like, or, or like, 
oh yeah, they should they should be okay with getting a top four slot. They shouldn't be like don't have the highest transfer amount like money and don't have like the most spent and be competent with be content with fourth place like. Literally, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, if this is how Man is supposed to be now, I guess we got to just yeah, maybe, change what yeah, it means. Because transitioning out for they need to come out and be like, um, "Albeit the past, you know, our goal now is just to be a top four club." Yeah, they'll just be like Arsenal. We don't see ourselves as the premier club. Don't be saying you're the premier club in the world. Yeah. Don't say you're the face. Whatever, you're just a top four team. Yeah, but hopefully, because they're. In, I mean, I think the problem is like they're playing in Europa League, and and play, big players don't want to go play in Europa. No, they don't want to go play against uh, uh, Olympic House in Greece, and then yeah, go over I, here and like. I feel like they're playing Ludogorets in this next round. Ludogorets go hard. Ludogorets. <laughs> they might. Forever. They might lose. Uh, yeah, if they have number eighty, if they have number seventy-four <laughs> from my number eight, number seven. And they had whatever the Brazilian dude that didn't get paid in four months. He was he was balling. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm gonna see who they're who they're uh, playing and um, what's it called? Um, what you call? Man, it? There's not know how to Google. <laughs> U-E-L-C? <laughs> oh, they're playing Club Bruges. Okay. Oh, Club Bruges. Club, Club Bruges literally let, like, got out of Champions League and they're playing Man United. Yeah, yeah. We gonna talk about like, they were so happy they beat Real. They're like, yeah, they tied. They tied Real. They they feel like they won. They 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 feel like they won Real. Then they went straight to play Man U. Well, they're like that's easy. I bet they look at Man U like that's not hard. Seriously, we drew. Especially when they got the homie Wesley out there. Wesley out there be balling that big old Brazilian. Literally, like they got kicked out of Champions League to play against Man U. Inter Milan's playing little grits. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like yeah. how whack does Man U look? Like oh man, we're playing a team that had to. Leave. They got kicked out of Champions League. Yeah, we and made it's it. Club Bruges. It's Club Bruges. <laughs> so whack. Anyway, Caesar, um, your boy, number one Mexican legendary legend out here, Chicharito Hernandez has signed with the LA Galaxy from um, Sevilla. Hmm. He couldn't really uh, catch much of a break at Sevilla, even though I, I felt like he could stay and kind of like, you know, that De Young dude might end up getting injured or something. Who knows? Um, but he decided to come to LA Galaxy and get the bag. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what do you think about the about the transfer? So he's supposed, he's supposed to be the highest paid player in MLS. He's thirty nice. thirty one years old. Thirty two. Thirty one. Nice, Cheech. Good for you, man. Um, get that bag, sir. Uh, Chicharito has literally played on five teams in the last five years. <laughs> he played Real Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, West Ham, Sevilla, and now Galaxy. <laughs> that bag's moving. Uh, he beat all the rentals. Um, obviously, uh, his, his, uh, he played for Man U for a very long time. Yeah, like in the 40s. Oh, that was a long <laughs> time ago. That shit was that was back in the Nike days. It was a long time ago he played for Man U. His, do you, what was it, like 09? No, it was like 2013. Whoo! Like 13, 14. God season. damn, we're in the 20s now, but go ahead. His best season of his career was in uh, Bayer Leverkusen. He had 40 appearances. Oh, yeah, I remember 20, that. 26 that, goals. That was cute. Uh, I just I just never forget that that play with uh, him and LRB. <laughs> LRB getting mess. mad. My favorite one I is the one that. where Ronaldo was like super mad at him, and then like he like, but he like had the ball. Remember like they were like draped all over him. Real Madrid. Oh, he just yeah, like yeah. didn't go down. Yeah, yeah. I remember Ronaldo was like throwing, telling him to go to the ground. He like <laughs> stayed up. I liked him at Real Madrid. I know he was gunning. He was playing really well. Real Madrid. I remember that he was game. very good. Uh, he was he was very he was a much better version of Mariano for us. Yeah, absolutely, I remember that game he had against. Um, like it was like a game against Atleti, and like Chicharito was like the pivotal player in that game. I mm-hmm. remember that. Um, he actually was good at Real Madrid, but I he was alone. That, huh? He was alone. Yeah, I, and I just don't like he kind of didn't fit there. I don't think. Nah, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's one of them dudes. No. I kind of want to say something about uh, <laughs> Kurzawa when you talk about PSGs. I know it's random, but I'll, probably, right, man. I'll probably forget, and that's better. But, uh, uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, um, now I, I guess you'd probably say the two best players in, in, in uh, MLS are Mexican players. They're, they're Carlos yeah, Vela yeah. and Chicharito, and are both in Los Angeles. Best attacking um, players, for sure. If It's really funny because if anybody... Well, or Joseph Martinez, he's still there, Eric. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I mean... I, I guess you would arguably say that Chicharito is better than Joseph Martinez, yeah, just sure. based on where they've played in their Stature, careers, career, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but but Joseph Martinez is, is a beast, of course. Um, it looks like you know Los Angeles is you know spending a lot of money in these two teams. If you actually drive both freeways that go towards Los Angeles, both the five and the four or five both have these massive digital uh, signs that are from LAFC and. Uh, they show ads and stuff, so there's a lot of money and revenue, big YouTube on there, so there's money being spent on this, and, uh, um, you know, I guess... I ended up by the stadium when I was leaving your play last night. Every time I drive um, uh, to the to the rehearsals, I see it, and I look up, I'm like, God damn, that stadium's big. And then meanwhile, Galaxy's way the hell over here in Carson, just way the hell far from L.A., <laughs> like... I mean, it's in L.A., technically. It's L.A. It's County as hell, but... Um, I mean, Carson's L.A., dog. Carson is literally like not that far. Like when you when Carson's you're driving, when you're LA. going to LA, you hit Galaxy Stadium first, and then you go wild up. There you go, the one ten north. Then you go the one on one. You're like, oh look, now it's LAFC. Yeah, but Carson's LA dog. Dog. Carson is literally ten minutes from Long Beach, and that's that's Carson. You still LA. got another twenty seven minutes to get to LA downtown LA. Okay, but I'm just Car- saying Carson's for, LA. Yeah, but Carson people don't say they're LA as fuck, do they? Yes, they do. Carson, people from Carson say they're from LA. Because no one knows where Carson is in the world. That's okay. Um, that's whack. Um, so, uh... Okay, Long Beach, you get to say? Absolutely. Okay. You get to say more than me. I'm SD, though. What? You're literally not allowed to talk right now. <laughs> I already said your, it. This is I, not your I, I segment. I just said that. I just said your that. Segment. You can't say I just It's not your it. segment. Okay. Um, but, uh, no. I, I guess the signing's good. Um... It's good for a promotion and shit. It's good for promotion. I, I don't think you're really going to tell me that this, this is going to be beneficial to the... Mexican American population in Los Angeles or in America or, or or Mexican population in general because to be honest with you, I still think that their ties run deep with the Me- with with the Mexican league that's going on with with the Liga Equis. Um, uh, I think they still have more like affinity towards that for sure, but it's going to give them more like. Eyes. And I don't think that I'd have to really see the percentage of what you could really hit in Los Angeles in terms of growing like fan base. For that team, I well, think, I just think there's going to be like more I, people watching. I feel like not, everybody in LA knows about LA Galaxy. No, for sure, but I think there's going to be people, more people watching the games, not necessarily people going to the games. Okay, like, just do you the, think the metrics are going to be different than, than with Lockdown? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. There's going to be a lot of people that's like, you might be like a Club Leon super fan, but like you want to watch Chicharito. You know what I mean? Like, so you're yeah, gonna, but I mean Chicharito isn't has just had like the steam that he had in the past. Yeah, I mean, but he's still a legend, dog. Chicharito's a legend, dude. <sighs> Alright, sure. I have people sending me messages about Chicharito going to LA Galaxy. They do not care about soccer. They just know I do a soccer podcast. Now he has the name and nickname. Yeah, people like Chicharito's a legend, dog. For Mexico? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, Giovanni Santos, they played for Barcelona and came up yeah, in the youth Nobody cares. They're Brazilian. But nobody cares. No, they're Chichiro. not. They're Mexican, but they play they're for... They're Brazilian. They're Mexican. They're Brazilian. Mexican. <laughs> they pick their they're, side. They're <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're not gonna have the same stature that Carlos Vela went to Barcelona, and also yeah, Chicharito played for Man U and won titles with Man U. Yeah, so the Barcelona's kind of here. Yeah, but still, it's still Man U. Like uh, you right. can't. D- 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 
I mean, you want to just chop Chicharito down. I don't want to chop him down. It seems like you do. I just don't think he's that serious with Chicharito. Chicharito's a legend. People dog. love him, but is it that serious with him? If you, Maybe if you're Mexican, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I mean, you said uh, African Ronaldo's uh, better than Brazilian Ronaldo, so you I really can't. That. Oh, okay. And what did you say about Ronaldo's dad? <laughs> You tell me. We're, we're just snitching. You, you tell Since me. We're just snitching. You, I actually looked it up. He didn't kill any Africans. Whoa, man. <laughs> um, okay, but also the Galaxy have not finished higher than fifth since 2016. <laughs> and they were literally like dead last or something like that was a lot of time was there. So they're well, gar- the first year they were there. Yeah, he's, they're garbage, actually. Um, also, I want to say this, because when I, when I saw that Chicharito moved to the Galaxy, I was like, oh, that's going to be kind of cool because, um, like... In my mind, I was like, okay, because like they're gearing up for uh, the Gold Cup for the summer. And then I was like, oh, maybe there's not a Gold Cup this summer. So I looked it up. There's actually not a Gold Cup this summer, but I know there's a Copa America this summer. I was like, oh, man, okay, that's dope. It's like Mexico be playing in the Copa America. Mm-hmm. Actually, the invited teams are Qatar and Australia. I was like, wow, shame on Mexico federation and usa federation there's no gold cup this year and none, neither of them are playing in copa Boy, america i don't know if it's shame on them i'd say it's more shame on comfortable to be honest with you i'd actually be more upset with them no nah. because they're the ones that send the, the invitations out i don't know if Mexico well you gotta it. knock on the door you gotta be like hey okay but i'm gonna go ahead and blame accountable because that's kind of well you like to, you, you, got... you like to blame your own people that's why you're a coon I don't know. How, who do you get off blaming Mexico? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you I'm blaming think Mexico you are. And USA. I'm blaming Mexico. Who do you think you are blaming you, go them? Go ahead and tap dance for uh, USA. Then. Literally, go ahead literally tap Australia, dance. they got half an island left, and Qatar are going to be in this in tournament? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's lame, but like, they probably you think they knocked money. on the door for Comfortable? They didn't knock on the door. They See, probably the, was chilling and got an email blast. You got mail. Like, oh, what the hell? All right, I guess If we'll you're go. USA, you've known for years that there's not going to be a Copa America. To be honest, the USA should get ashamed because they've they've declined in the past. Yeah, exactly. Mexico, so you I don't know if they declined. I don't know that. Mexico played. You're making up this this is the declining situation. Mexico played in the Copa America in 2016. Okay. Correct. The, and 2015. And? They didn't, pay, they didn't play last summer. It was uh, Qatar and uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like, oh, there's no Gold Cup 2020 summer. I'm gonna play in Copa America. Like, that's a time to, like, really get it cracking. They didn't get hit up this time. I think they probably got did. that money. Yeah, and but does Australia? Who cares about Australia? You if you got you got to be on the horn with Condom Bowl. That's so whack. I don't want to watch Australia. I know. Like seriously, that's really lame. And they should invite some. They should invite a hard team like Senegal. That'd have been fun. That'd have been dope too. But like Ooh. Australia, like literally no. Imagine like Monty and the go and the Condom Bowl. That'd be fucking fresh. Literally nobody plays Woo-hoo. for like. Literally, there's going to be Euros this summer. So like that's a lot of eyes on the Euros. Yeah. You got to have a good team to get your eyes on Copa America. And not saying USA is a good team, but like that's a lot of people that's going to be Canada. watching. What about Canada? Like like USA has a big population, Mexico has a big population. Like you got to have at least one of those teams or like or like Egypt maybe or like uh, or like Nigeria. Do they like to invite? I don't think they like to invite like top those those teams. They like to invite like kind of like mid to low teams. Like oh Well, Mexico was there and they were like they were at least top 30 yeah. in FIFA. Yeah, they're like a mid to low. They're not like a top Mexico tier. like drew. Uh, in, in I mean, look, I, I'm saying like like like, I I think they would like to. Yeah, I can see like a Senegal Egypt, but uh, 
The other, uh, yeah, Egypt would be able to, but I don't know. I just always seem to see that they like to invite teams seem to be from like this vicinity or like Asia. I think that they should. I mean, I would rather them invite an American team like Costa cool. Rica or I mean, America like just I mean, like North America. Are there still there's those plans about them making like a the the Copa America like call Copa Americas right? They're gonna do that. Uh, who knows? But like that'd be cool. I would have liked for them to because I mean, remember 2015 they had Jamaica. When uh, Cavani called them African team, um, but like, mm-hmm. come on, like invite some teams that like have like Qatar. Maybe they just paid their way in there. Like I can understand that, or maybe they did a contract to be in these last two, like 2019. And yeah, I don't like I, I literally but, don't like, know how they do it. But like Australia is like, dude, like Mexico or USA got to be there, and I would rather have Mexico because they're more competitive. But like for condom bowl, like Australia, they don't care about soccer. Like, what's the deal? So there's no Gold Cup this summer. No. Nothing's going on for America or Mexico. Nope. I thought they were preparing there's for a, something. There's Olympics, I think, this year. Yeah, I thought that they were talking about their road to something this year. Uh, is there Olympics this year? 2020? Yeah. How? If, if the last Olympics are 2018, it's possible. Okay, then there's no Olympics. There's nothing. There has... I, I literally saw a promo. Are you sure there's no Gold Cup this year? Yeah, there's no Gold Cup. Wow. Yeah, I looked it up. That's really that's a really boring summer for North American teams. There's literally... I mean, which... like like. Maybe you guys want a break, but like, you from don't what? Want, I mean, you yeah, exactly. Like, like you have a bunch of, uh, the, you know, a bunch of Champions League finalists. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I thought that was the so only wack. one they probably have is a guy in, remotely in the top team is Edera over there playing for Atlético Madrid. That's it. Who? Edera. He plays oh, for Atlético oh. Madrid. That's like literally it. That's all you got, really. Yeah, yeah. I, it was very <laughs> whack. I'm like, damn dog. Like you, re- you're not gonna have Mexico or America in Copa America this year. They're doing the new, um, the way they're setting it up. Like, damn, yeah, I saw the format. Yeah, like. It's very Japan wild. was fun. Japan's good, but yeah, but Australia, like, although I've seen Australia playing, they're not that bad, but like, no, they're just come not, on, dog. It's like, just, it's that's just an easy team for these teams to beat up on. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just physical. They, they got a little bit of skill, but it ain't like that crazy. It ain't like Mexico. Like, Mexico mm-hmm. plays really, really good football, and America's just garbage. But, um, but at least, like, there's going to be more eyes, like, oh, damn, like, Copa, they just had Copa America in America, in, like, this country, 2016. So... Anyway, um, let's get on to what I got to say about what I said to Eric Krakauer on Sports Burst. I wish I remember what day that was, but I said on Sports Burst, they were talking about Liverpool, and I said, like, in the comments, like, like on the live chat or whatever, I was like, Liverpool's success, I, I'm paraphrasing, but Liverpool's success isn't really about tactics. More credit needs to go to their strength and conditioning coach, staff, whoever it is. It's not really tactics. Eric Krakauer responded to that. I'm pretty sure it was him and George. And said, basically, I'm crazy. Like, and, you know, and he mentioned, like, the pressing and stuff. And I'm like, for me, like, I'm like, that's not really tactics, but, like, He's talking about tactics, and I'm saying, like, no, it's not really tactics. It's just the dudes are strong, and they never get tired. Like, it, like they're juicing almost. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not putting that on them. So, let me just say about Liverpool this season. They're 21-1-0. Thugging hard. I should look at their Champions League. Um, well, they did in Champions League. Did they lose in Champions League? I caught a couple of draws, maybe? I can't remember. Some draws? The, they're, uh, you gonna go to sleep? You wanna, you wanna just lay down? I'm chill. Go ahead. 
CJ got these new glasses. Okay, he got a little gold rim on the joints. You know, you put your fingerprints on them? CJ got the uh, clear glasses. I invented that, by the way. No, you didn't. I definitely made that the swag, and then you copied it. Because uh, mine weren't prescriptions, so like it's different. This guy's just making up stories. Go ahead. Ain't nobody ever seen you with clear glasses in your life, dog. Like, literally I never. literally was the original non-prescription glasses rocker. This is your prescription, though. I know. So that's maybe this. You can say that, but whatever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can go to the original non-prescription. I just did all this so you wake up. Um, okay, so going back to Liverpool. They're 21-1-0. and one and zero, Thugging out EPO this year. Yes. They're 13 points ahead of City. They have the second most goals with 52 um, in the league. Who's most? City has 65. Um, <laughs> Damn. Right? Um, they've only had 14 goals scored against them, which oh, is wow. nine less than the next teams, which are Leicester, which I think they played today, and I think they have one goal scored against them, so they'll be 10. And Sheffield United. <laughs> Um, they won the league last season. Um, I'm sorry. No. They, they won Champions League last season, and they lost the league by one point. With it. Um, but they only lost one match last season. Um, amazing. One match lost, and I think they had seven draws. And this season, obviously, they're going to win EPL. And who knows? They could end up with a with a. They could end up doing what Man City did last season. Um. Yeah, or even end up with a treble. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Man City did last year. No, they didn't win Champions League. Well, I mean, they had a domestic treble. Um, so, I was like... I, okay, like, I I trust my analysis. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like I was thinking I was wrong after me saying that. This I've said it before. But I was like, you know what? I wonder if Klopp has ever talked about his tactics. Like, I wonder... And I found this article here on LiverpoolFC.com, even. Ooh, a legit source. Although, I will say this. <laughs> this article is from 2018. November. Oh. So, um, so, I'm not, like, I like I would say, people say, oh, I'll put the link in the comments, whatever. I'm not going to do all that. But, um, in the, in the, your, the article's titled, Jurgen Klopp opens up on tactics and pressure. And then in the uh, subtitle uh, it says, Jurgen Klopp favors simplicity when deciding on the right formation for his Liverpool team. Um, I'm going to be reading a lot of this. Uh, but <laughs> it says, <laughs> asked about his use of the 4-2-3-1 formation by uh, Premier League Productions, Klopp said, we played it from time to time. We didn't only play it at the beginning when I came in. We played it last year. I think we played it in the last game. We played. Different- He's talking about 2017. That at that point, yeah, yeah. Um, we played different systems, but but I don't think too much about things like that. I'm always in the situation. I use my experience with only what I can remember. I don't go through my papers and think, what did we do in that situation. He goes on to say, I'm pretty sure we played a diamond because I played it always when I had the opportunity to do it, bringing in two strikers and stuff like that. Our system, when we play with all three up front, is something like a diamond. It could be a 4-5-1, it could be a 4-3-3, of course, 4-2-3-1, 4-4-1-1. I prefer in most situations to name it is a good system. But it's never about the system. It's all about the players. My job is to bring the players into the into the best position where they can help the team most with the things they can do. And damn it if that ain't proof. 
It's about the players. See, do you remember when we talked about the formations? Like, in like, maybe it had to be before Early the 20s. 15th, before the 15th episode. We talked about formations. So how about the formations? About putting the best players in their position, best position. Yeah, position. You got to put them in position as court. The best players in their best, best positions. positions. That's it. Like, when, and we talked about that when Man U beat PSG. In the Champions League. We even talked about the Ronaldo era of like, oh, well, he plays really good CR9. But the thing is, we talked about, oh, but his best position is it's on the lane because he's able to do more. Yeah. Yes, he can play that middle very good, but you're limiting him. Even Mbappe in the past before Mbappe started playing it more, we're like, yeah, I'm sure he can do great over there, but yeah. you're you're limiting what he can do. Yeah, his best possession, his best position is on the wing. He's not yeah. really, but he can play a nine. He can, we're oh, get, absolutely. But we're gonna get into that later. But okay, let okay. me let me read this again. Oh, you don't have to. It's okay. We re- we already went through it. Jurgen. Well, there's more actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and but continue. Wait, there's more. <laughs> but it's Jurgen Klopp said once again. But it's never about the system. It's all about the players. Strength and conditioning. <laughs> My job is to bring the players into the best position where they can help the team most with the things they can do. If I can do it with the system, I do it. But it's not that we go through the week and be very creative with things like that. Mm. In the end, the players need to play on instinct. Not tactics? (laughs) On instinct. Hold up. If I need an hour or two to explain what I want from them, maybe I have got them in the mind, but I don't. Be talking from the streets. But I don't get them deeper. That's the problem. Don't make football more complicated than it is. The game has enough demands for the players that we don't need a manager who asks more questions. Ooh. Now look, I'm just pretty a, simple. I'm just a dude here. I've only been watching the sport for six years or so, but I can see what's going on in the field. Liverpool is a great team. But there ain't some amazing tactical stuff going on. You're talking about a press like, oh, he makes them press. That's not tactics. That's like, hey, pressure the ball. Hey, try to trap that guy. That's not tactics. Uh, subbing in somebody, putting somebody in a different position, that's that's not tactics. Now, you remember when Terry Henry got on that board and talked about the stuff that Pep Guardiola, he taught, like he's, he learned from Pep and stuff like that? Yeah. That amazing video to watch is like, holy shit, it's like, you know, mind-blowing stuff to watch, like football genius stuff. That's tactics. Like, you can see the way Pep teams play. That's tactical yeah, training. Yeah, like the ball goes here. Um, you run the, here. I, you I already there. pass the ball there because of the man. The man's going to be there at the precise time you make. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's tactics. Yeah. But, and then I'm not taking anything away from Jurgen Klopp, but you can tell, like, he's not some, like, tactical he, mind. The thing is, is your argument was that, during Klopp does use tactics. If 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 if, Guar- if this was the same argument you were talking about Guardiola, you wouldn't have made that statement. You said no, Guardiola yeah, is a very tactical. Coach. Man City is as good as they are because I, of his I personally have never looked at Klopp like that's a tactical genius. I never. No, you that. know when you watch Liverpool play, you don't see that. You I've always kind of seen him as very much a player's coach and, He's and a motivator and, and a motivator. Like he works to bring the best out of people. You could tell just by his attitude, his charisma, and he how talked player, a lot about he and how players talked about him before playing under him. They just felt like. That that man brings the best out of them. He talked about he doesn't feel pressure. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't... And I don't think he puts a lot of pressure on the players. But it's not... a Like, you look at the players. Yeah. The players are really good. And they know how to play with each other. And they're in really good shape. Like, they don't, they don't get fatigued. They play hard. 
and and they're strong. It just to me seems like there's this like preconceived notion that just because you're a good coach, that means you're a tactical Ta- genius. Exactly. That's not how it works. That's not how it that's, works. Like they want to call people a footballing <laughs> genius. That's yeah. like the term. Remember we used to work yeah. on that term. Every every single coach is different. Like there's the Ancelotti's of the world. There's the Zidane's in the world. There's there's the Pep Guardiola's. They all have different type of styles that suit differently. Not every single teacher and, and, and every single professor is the same. There's professors that are better one-on-one. There's professors that are better at, at, at presenting to a massive. It's just different. There's different styles. Yeah. And it's not that Klopp isn't good, but it's like mm-hmm. it's not about tactics. You can see that yeah. when you watch the game. Absolutely. They're not doing anything that amazing. They're just... I'm not seeing some crazy plays out there. No. Like, <laughs> even like even last year when they played Barcelona... In terms of, like, not not, not plays in, like, them making a, like, but yeah, the, the player the play, doing a play, but, play. like, a plays in, like... I'm I'm not seeing like crazy. No, it's m- not like movements going just on. Just because the dude yeah. Trent Alexander switching it, like that's not tactics. No. And then a, like, quick, a quick corner kick is no, like a that's crazy not tactic. tactics. No. When 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 they played Barcelona last year, I literally was like, "You're gonna like this is what we're gonna see. Will the tactics be like like what will win tactics or like strength, mm-hmm. like athletic ability or tactics?" Yeah. And the first match, it was like this like brilliant player kind of won the match. But then, like, so I mean, I, not like I can remember every single second of the game. I'm not necessarily saying, like, the strength went over the tactics. But, like, that's what you see. It's, like, this really strong team that runs a lot. But they're not playing the ball, like, in a real tactical way. Opposed to, like, Barcelona, who barely had them tactics anymore. But that's also when you watch EPL. There's only one team in EPL that plays like Man City. It's Man City. It's the only team that plays like that. Yeah, that's true. Every other team plays EPL ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For better or worse, you know, some teams... Um, have well, United? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that every team know, does that, but, like, for better or worse, like, it looks I, like... EP- I think there's certain teams that play very different. I think Leicester plays differently than most teams. Well, I, I think... I'm just saying, well, like... But the, you're saying for the most part, it's, which is e- true. It's EPL. I would say the, 90% play the same. The only team that you look is like, damn, this is, like, different than the other teams is Man City. Yeah, Because Man City Pep sure. puts his tactics on the team. And as we said a million times, I think with Pep, he's like, look, we're going to play like this. If it doesn't work, it's on me because this is my style. Like, I'm kind of taking away the things that you may have learned before and saying play like this. We've seen it with Raheem Sterling. He plays totally different now than he was playing with when he was at Liverpool. Also, he was like 16. But yeah. anyway, I don't think we're going to see some player later on, Mane or Salah, saying, yeah, like when we was with Klopp, he had us doing this. And he said, go here and go there. Like, you're not going to see that. You're going to be like, Klopp, Klopp would go in Klopp. the locker room and, and get it cracking and say, you play till you He'd die. he my shirt and go. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and like. You and, play to win yeah, the game. And, and like press the entire game, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, press, give and go, and get it cracking. And, and like whatever they do in training and stuff, like that's what's the most important thing. Like The thing is, is that you, your comment about strength digitally makes sense because if their team likes to press so much, obviously their conditioning is superior. Absolutely. Like to, that, to be able to press an entire game, you have to have top tier conditioning. What did they talk about, Sampali? Like his team's gonna get tired. They do. They do too much running. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get tired. I seen some uh, player recently. That, was it somebody from uh, Villarreal? I can't remember what player this was. He was saying like the worst thing about football is running. He was like the best is like when you don't have to run that much. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Max. But like <laughs> you definitely say that. But like, <laughs> but like, walk. but like Klopp is like. Basically saying, like, no, like, run a lot. And, like, 
you use your conditioning to tire the other yeah, team out. Some coaches say even if you if you aren't running, just be moving, like be have mm-hmm. movement, like you know it's it's different. You know, every and coach I think, is different. I think I think like that's kind of pep things. Like y'all be moving, but yes, Klopp they, is like run. Oh yeah, like, run, run, run to the yeah yeah run, run. Like especially defensively, like get run and like put put pressure on them, and you'll tire them out that way. Huh. Like you'll be pesky and stuff, whatever. So um, when I send. When I send this link to Eric Cracker, this is obviously not like a diss to him or whatever. Um, when I send the link, if he asks, I can send the link to this article because I was literally like, wow. Very rarely in life do you get proven right like that. Especially but, uh, a source proven. Yeah, but I'm like, damn, the dude's saying it very simply. I ain't got no tactics on me. The players do what they're supposed to they're do. They're baller, and I just, get, I just bring the best out of them. Literally said they play on instinct, and that's how it is a lot of times in sports. Basketball, soccer, very similar. Yeah. You don't really need a coach to tell you what to do. You don't really need that. Like, I think you need a coach that's good at bringing players together, a coach that's a good motivator. Yeah. And then once in a while, you need, you need to obviously some strategy when it comes to certain plays to get certain clutch situations. Certain situations, yeah. yeah like, but, and but subbing. I, I and subbing. Literally, literally, you could watch Laker games in the, pla- in the past where – like literally, the players are drawing up out of bounds plays. Yeah. So it's like you know what to what, do. You've been doing they're, they're, your whole life. Yeah, you've literally been doing your whole life. The one Philly to let them just talk to each other. The, the, I mean, everybody knows in basketball. Like you know how to play. Everybody like, you already know. Basketball. You already There's know nothing new going on. <laughs> exactly. Like hey, let's run a pick and roll. Like maybe your coach. When you're when you're in a practice, what you don't hear, Caesar. When when you get the ball. Uh, Make sure you run an eighty-five degree angle turn no, right. Make uh, a second. No, it, no, it's you. Put you. Someone's down low. Stay up high. Yeah, someone's box up, out. You like, go reminding low, you box of fun, reminding you of fundamentals. Fast break. Get wide to open up the middle. Yeah. It's, it's just basic so, fundamentals. Like you're just repeating yeah. fundamentals and, all the time. And that's because a lot of players are dumb and lazy. But like in basketball, you gotta you gotta remind stuff like that. But you can hear the coach. You yeah, know, yeah. soccer. You can't hear the coach. <laughs> you can't hear him. All the professional players said, but yeah, I can't even. Yeah, you see him. Really, oh yeah, when I was there, I'm over uh, Coach Yellen. Like I don't even know what he's yelling. I, about. Remember, I just hear barking. Bo Vieri was like, you can't even hear the guy. No. So like, it doesn't matter what he's saying. Like yeah. in soccer, especially, it's like he's gonna say like switch sides or you kind of like put pressure on this guy, but it's not gonna be think. But like literally, another player could tell you that it's not really that serious. You know what I mean? Except for some coaches employ tactics. And say, like, look, this is how we're going to play. For those coaches like that, they got to take a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And hopefully they do to say, like, look, if we play like this and it doesn't work, it's on me. Because you guys already know how to play the sport. If yeah. I'm telling you to play differently and go maybe against your nature and trust the system, the system's me. That, that, that's like a lot of times in, in American football, like, the coach will take a lot of responsibility when, like, you tried some stuff and it didn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like, like, I, like the I, Pete Carroll uh, didn't pass, didn't run it with Marshawn Lynch. Said he said he his, threw it. That's his brain. He's like, no, I thought it would it would work and it didn't. So that's yeah. on me. You know, the players executed, even though I, I still don't blame him for that play. Um, but anyway, you still blame him for that play? I don't blame uh, Pete Carroll for that. I kind of do. No, yeah, a lot of people have rode that bandwagon, but. I blame the receiver. He did not uh, get any separation. And it was a good pass. And I think he had it in his hands, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the receiver blamed himself. I hope he uh, does. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's talk about my favorite player and 
pretty much the best footballer of all time at Instant Cavani. Can we say that with confidence? <laughs> Probably the best of all we time. We can't say that with any confidence. Okay, I, mean, but I yeah, was yeah. asking you, can we say that with confidence? Uh, we can't. I answered you. We can't. We cannot? We cannot say okay. that. Well, we can't, but I can. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Yeah, zero, zero um, World Cup winner Cavani. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many does Brazilian Ronaldo have? One. Uh, two. That's it? So Cavani's two only two World Cups. So Cavani's only two away. Yeah, I'm because sure. if he I'm tries joking. to win two, he'll be I'm fifty-eight. Joking, no, I swear, <laughs> <laughs> he'll finish at fifty-two years we old. Don't, we don't need that math because it was a joke. Okay. Um, Ma- imagine so if he did the math. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he only has to win two. That's it. <laughs> yeah, not that far away. Don't be, don't be getting carried off by Ronaldo, and you'll be good. <laughs> okay, that was his own player injured him. By the way, yeah. Um, tell you that much. That much you love him. You feel me? Cavani's over here suffering at PSG. They're treating him like dog shit. I swear. I, I Like, it's unbelievable. I seen him in the video of training. They got a Coupe de la Ligue match against Stad Rem or whatever, and he's not on the player sheet. I'm like, this is really messed up and not fair. I can't believe they're treating a club legend like this. It's really a shame. Uh they're talking about Rabio, like, oh, you know how they treated Rabio. It's like, yo, Rabio's garbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally, Rabio is like back passing at Juve now, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> Cavani's. Okay, let me just say this about PSG. I mean, this is, re- this is repeating, but like, this is actually going to be its own segment this time. Okay, if you don't want, you don't have to participate. Well, 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 I mean, you can just go. <laughs> what? I ain't laughing. You want to go? Go. I slapped these new glasses right off your face and start wearing them like I used to. Go. PSG is the only team that has four center forwards. Okay? Four. Icardi. Chupa Moteng. A, a, a capable center forward in Mbappe, who played many games at center forward last season, and Cavani. And, and, and Mbappe's played some center forward this season, too. The only team... They got four players that can play that position. Barcelona had one. <laughs> well, what do you have? That's three. They got Benz, uh, Mariano. Mariano, and uh, and uh, Luka Jovic. Yeah, and they got no confidence in two of those. Jovic is alright. This guy. Um, so it's already like we've Walmart, already we, Benzema. We've talked a million times about. How PSG is just a slow business. It's slow, dude. It's like, yo, dog, like, you gotta, like, make some moves over here, yeah. yo. Like, I wonder if it has anything to do with, with them getting state money. I don't know. Whoa. But, like, I wonder if, like, it just seems like they have so many excess players, like, outside of their starting lineup. Mm. And I feel like a lot of teams don't really look like that. Like, their roster doesn't really look like they have a lot of players that should be playing. And they're not. You know what I mean? Like, not for real. Like, you look at Barcelona's lineup, you don't really feel like that. You feel like that with Real Madrid a little bit, with, like, Isco. Um, Thomas. Um, he should be playing. He should be playing. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll say that. Playing. I'll give you. They got Thomas and Isco are the two players you feel like they should be playing. But that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nacho's a backup. He's fine. Like, there. PSG has a lot of players. But PSG, you feel like there's a lot of players. Like, damn, dog. Like, they should be they, kind of dry on that they bench. Should, they should be playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got Draxler and 
Paredes and uh, Juisa Gay and then Marquinhos and then like all these players like damn dog like they should be playing though you know what I'm saying and now you got four center forwards Sarabia Di Maria and like all these players like dog like you need to do some business Cavani's sitting there and it's the January transfer window and I don't think that you should be letting trans- I don't think that you should be in a situation where you're letting a club legend looking to be shopped around in January like huh I kind of feel like he put it on himself. Who? I felt bad for him during the Zlatan era. And he stayed. Well, that's, that's a long time ago. But he stayed. Yeah, but... That, and that, it's happened to him again. So it's like, well, dog, you're, you, what do you expect to happen when you get the same team? Okay, well, Caesar, he already played like two seasons without Zlatan. Zlatan yeah, and then as soon as some other... It seems like whenever someone else or other people are in a situation with him, they always prioritize others over him as a player. Well, I think what And ha- now it's happening because he's not even playing. He's healthy. Well, I think that... Well, that's a bad take. But I, I think that this uh, situation is a little bit different because what I think is that they sold him out for Neymar and Mbappe. And we said it before. I think I mean we agreed on it before. You got this brand new stuff going on because you want to, you want to act like I didn't invent clear glasses. But um, I this is this is my opinion. They got to keep Mbappe and Neymar happy. Um, they brought in Icardi in the summer on loan from Inter. Um, they still got Chupomoting there. Obviously, he's like excess. Like they don't even care. Like, I think he's perfectly happy just like you know helping Mbappe with his English um yeah, I mean he's at Southampton I mean yeah. yeah so like so I guess he doesn't really I mean I feel bad for him too it's not like he's trash like, he could be playing somewhere too um he doesn't want to play at this age he's not that old um but they brought in Icardi and I think that what it really is is that Cavani has seniority over Neymar and Mbappe so, like, especially when it comes to, like, penalties and, like, just somebody who can, like, competently eat up goals that, like, Neymar and Mbappe wouldn't get, they don't want him there. Um, I don't think they necessarily hate him, but, like, just because of his seniority, like, he's going to be, he's a star. Like, the fans love him. They chant his name and stuff like that. Like, they don't want that kind of pressure, especially Tuchel. I think Tuchel's kind of cowardly in that sense. Like, he's not going to say, like, look, like, we got to respect this player. So they brought in Icardi, who is a player who has no seniority, obviously. Doesn't even want to touch the ball during the play. He doesn't even want to touch the ball, actually. He'll just kind of get the, get, get the goals that come to him. But he's also not demanding to take penalties or free kicks. So, like, those absolutely fall to Neymar or Mbappe. So like, perfect player. The perfect player. Like, he doesn't want to touch the ball at all. And, like, he'll, like, eat the goals that come to him during the run of play. He'll just stay in the box. But there's no pressure when it comes to penalties or free kicks. And, obviously, we've seen there being issues with that when yeah. it comes to Cavani. He has seniority. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he's and he's the number nine. He should be taking the penalties if he wants to. I think he don't mind giving up the free kicks to Neymar or whatever. But, like, I think that they sold him out because of his seniority on the team. Um I think there's a there's probably a disconnect when it comes to the Tuchel and like whoever like makes the buying selling decisions because I think that you got to be like okay look we brought Icardi in like look we got to think about the club we love you Cavani but like you got to go well and then let him leave early in January 
like not let there be like all these games going on and then there's all this talk his mom came out talked about he wants to go athletic his dad came out talking about he wants to go athletic and talking about business his mom is saying like oh you know they've been made they made um good good no go ahead go ahead i think to me it's also incumbent on psg to play him because i feel like psg is actively shopping him to atletico i think it's happening but I think that Athleti is hitting him with an offer that's lower based yeah. upon him not playing. So if the guy was playing and producing, you're only going to vi- increase his market value and you can get the return you seem to be asking for him. Because I feel like when it's all signs point to a move and the move's not happening, it's an issue with price. And what Generally, someone's yeah. offering, especially uh, Athleti with the suspect money, and <laughs> PSG wanting someone who's a club legend and just last year put incredible stats up. So... Uh, just recently had incredible stats. So they're just trying to keep the, this value he is. And then he's like, well, dog, you're not playing him. So I don't really think, I don't really value him at that point. Yeah. So I think that's the disconnect. And it sucks because when that happens, who gets stuck in the middle? The, the player. player. The players are suffering. Yeah. Not the clubs. The clubs will suffer. all these rumors really, that the, swirl. The player suffers. The rumors swirl. Yeah, this is he, He's over here doing backflips at practice, but he can't play a game. So and it's it, just it, weird. And it, it's unfortunate because somebody like Cavani, like, mm-hmm. obviously I love him as a player, but I'm speaking objectively now. Like, mm-hmm. he's not somebody that stirs up trouble. You know what I mean? Like, he's played a backseat to Zlatan. He played a backseat to Neymar and Mbappe. Like, he doesn't stir up trouble, but I feel like when the team lets this stuff happen, like... Y'all are making it so, like, there's all these rumors for Chelsea, Man U, Atleti, his mom coming out, his dad coming out, his brother coming out. Like, all these people saying stuff. Big moms. <laughs> and I wonder what some of his ex-wife. Um, and, like, all these things going on, and he's just, like, you know, he's not a player that stirs up trouble. So it makes, it kind of makes him look bad. But I feel like at PSG, like you had the you had the ability to make this easy, and and honestly, not even that long ago, Tuchel said they don't want to let him go because he's like part of like the team, whatever. But it's like, dog, you got four people that can play center forward. It doesn't make no damn sense. Yeah, that's, I don't. Understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You mean to tell me that you're going to come into this 2019-20 season, keep Chupo Moting on the books, bring in new Icardi? I mean, just based upon. I just think historically PSG's seem to have really bad bad business, bad dude. business, bad bad. Whoever the hell runs the the, the transfers and allocations, like they, they got Chupamoting, but they got him when they kind of were low on strikers. Yeah, and then now you have a flood of them. So what are you guys really doing out here? A flood of midfielders. Why don't you like, lower him out to like Lille or something like that? Something, like, dude. Like you got to do. So, like why do you want all these players sitting on the bench? Like why? Whenever I I go when when it's like. You know, if you check out some other teams like Real Madrid, there's always like right in January or right before the season starts, there's like a flood of loan players that'd be dipping out just like that. They should be gone and they'd be doing a thing and coming back. Odegaard literally was loaned for like five years <laughs> and they, they can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. So it's like, why do you have an issue moving people around? Yeah, and these are like competent, like Chupamotin, like. It just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're going to sign Icardi on loan, and then you also got Cavani, and you also got Mbappe, you got three dudes that can play striker. If, if two of them are hurt, one of them can go in there and, and play Maybe Maybe PSG fine. has bad history with uh, some of the Ligon teams in terms of management and, and management decisions. So they have hard, they don't have good rapports with other teams the, in the league. Well, they, well I wouldn't think it's just in the league. I would think, it's, interna- I would think yeah, it's in Europe. Sometimes these teams prefer to loan a dude out in the same league. 
like like a lower a lower team just to be, him being a vicinity sort of you know still being area and keep an eye on them. They like to do that sometimes yeah, for young players. Yeah, yeah. So of course I'm not talking about a more thing, but uh, yeah, like of course they could. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to me. I think PSG is one of these teams that just kind of still floating on their new money. Um, it's really and, weirdness. And it's, it's unfortunate. Unfortunate what happens with new money. If you have new money and and low experience, what to do with it? In terms of like bad decisions, bad decisions start to happen. Mm-hmm. You know and. I don't feel like that's a club that can really afford bad decisions right now. Yes, and I'm, I'm going to get into that. During this window, you know. I'm, I'm going to get into that in a second, but I also want to say it's not the same as Rabio. Rabio was trying to leave on a free transfer. Like, he didn't want to sign an extension. He didn't I, want to sign an extension to the club gain any money off him. Which is, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's ooh. out of his own hubris. Like, yeah, sure, that's a bold you're gonna move, get sir. You're going to get benched for that, like, for you're sure. Wilding. And I don't think, like, Cavani wants to do that. I think he's, like, he signed his extensions, and I think if you tell a player, like, you bring in Icardi, it's kind of like, okay. Like, Do you think Rabiot did that because he knew there'd be like a pain to move him? I think Rabiot was, I think he was frustrated because he wasn't playing, but he doesn't realize that he's not that good. You know, he's, he, this is the same player. <laughs> he was on that cloud. This is the same player who, when they put him on the reserve for the French team for the World Cup, he decided not to even show Which up. Is, that's wild. So he has a, a elevated sense of worth as a player that's just not real. Like you're... Very, you're, you're below a, regular. You on a ring, homie. Yeah, because he could have easily been there at the World Cup with them, backpassing. Um, <laughs> so, I, I just think it's unfortunate because it makes, like, on, a, on in a way, it makes Cavani look bad because of all these rumors swirl. But anyway, um, PSG is in a situation that it's now or never. Yeah, because dogs. Mbappe's probably out of there this. Either Mbappe or Neymar is out of there this summer. I, I don't One see, of them's gone. I mean, or I both. I think the the Barcelona things are starting to become a little fugazi. So, I don't well, well, one of them's probably yeah, going to so be gone. I'm saying that it's looking like towards Mbappe to me personally. One or both are out of there, dog. There's both. Oof. Law. Hey, Cavani, you you yeah. good? Yo, if it, I mean, you could easily see them both leaving the summer. It could definitely have. They could <laughs> both end up being the next La Liga dudes. Neymar tried to get out of their heart as possible this summer. He worked for it. And Mbappe is like, they like he's going to Real Madrid. Yeah, Mbappe is like, I already won La Liga. Uh, if I don't win Champions League here, why am I really going to stay though? Yeah, he wants to go to Real Madrid. Like that's a that's a given. It looks so open over there. Yeah. It looks like ready to go. If, if if Mbappe doesn't go to Real Madrid next season, like in this summer, oh, also it's Euros. Big transfers happen during Euros. Um, if he doesn't go to like in Euro summers, I mean, if he doesn't go to Real Madrid this summer, it's going to be the same thing where it's like that same shit with Neymar, where he just like. Was basically saying it in the open. He wants to leave. Yeah. It's going to be the same exact thing. It's going to be awkward, and he's going to be getting booed uh, in the stands, and it's going to be garbage. For Real- for PSG, it's now or never to win the Champions League. More than more than it, it more than it has been. Yeah, damn right it is. Because if you don't, these two dudes might just be like, "This is some bullshit," and I'm leaving. And they might look at how y'all treated Cavani and be like, damn, this is the dude. They make TFOs for him and they scream his name. And y'all let him, y'all did him like that. Like, why should I stay here? Yeah, it's now I or think, never for the real. Window is closing. The window is closed after the season because Cavani's gone. And it could easily be that uh, Mbappe and Neymar are gone. Sounds like that. That seems like a big. Uh, uh... You painted yourself into a corner in a lot of ways. I agree. Because you can't build no team around Mauro Icardi, dog. You can't do that. 
You know, and Marquinhos. Like, that's cool. I think Mario Cardi's cute for Legon, but we'll see. What is their goal? I, I wouldn't is their goal to keep winning Legon? Is their goal to keep winning, winning Champions League? That's why I want to know PSG goals they, are. They came up, you know what I'm saying? They got BVB in the round of 16. I haven't watched them play this season. I don't know if they're good or not, but... um they got Jadon Sancho or whatever. I don't know. Jadon Sancho. Who else they got? Have you seen him play this yeah, year? Yeah, said He's he's trying to leave. Oh, the Holland dude. He has like he already scored like five goals. Oh yeah, he's garbage. But yeah, he already he scored five he, goals. He scored a hat trick in his first game. <laughs> he, he saw us when we made. He was like a word. He's like, okay, I know I'm slow, but watch this. <laughs> I was like, when I saw that, I was like Jesus, man, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, it, 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 it seems like they might. Um, have uh, gotten a couple. What did that dude drops a three-piece on, on PSG? Can you imagine? I mean, I, I'm going to keep it real. I think PSG is going to beat BVB. Because, I, I mean, but I also haven't watched them play. Let me try to look up. They got Matt's Hummels back. They got Matt's back. Not Matt. Matt's Hummels. Matt's. They got they got a floor Matt's Hummels back. BVB is fourth in the league currently. No, was, um, who? Oh, oh, God. Um, and when does... What's the name? Um... Bundesliga starts back. <laughs> they got good, they got Gutza, they got Rafael Guerrero, you know. What's the name? Um they start back early February. Um Yeah, PSG would have been dope if they got Guerrero. That'd been dope. That'd have been gangster. He speaks French better than Portuguese, he said it himself. <laughs> um he grew up in France. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean BDB's fourth in the league. Um <clears throat> you know, I guess they've been doing pretty good, whatever, but um We'll see. I would imagine PSG would beat BVB in uh, two legs. But yeah. I also thought they would beat Man U last season, too. So, um, Okay, anyway, Caesar, dog, we got to talk about your boy. The former uh, boogeyman of yours. Don't say that's my boy. That's not of yours. Former boogeyman of yours. The Caesar's personal Freddy Krueger of the past. That's not a thing. Aaron Hernandez. Former boogeyman of yours, Caesar was literally out here in Long Beach, shook off Aaron Hernandez in the past. Aaron Hernandez ass was locked up. As soon as they started saying, "Oh, you know, he might get that appeal," so Caesar started deleting them tweets. <laughs> I remember in the, in the, in the documentary, he's like, "Yeah, he asked for a trade to San Diego." I was like, they're, they're, "No, Caesar, they were talking about him going to the Raiders." Yeah, I was like, "No, <laughs> like if he gets that appeal, you Too know, the close. Raiders." <laughs> He might drive down that five. <laughs> you feel me? With the ratchets. Yeah. Um, we both watched it. Yeah, he would have been dope on the Raiders. <laughs> we both watched the uh, three-part documentary series about Aaron Hernandez. Um, Indeed. And it was very, it was it was informative. Um, I, you know, b- before we get into the actual documentary, I remember Aaron Hernandez in college, and I just remember that draft. And all I wanted was for the Giants to draft Aaron Hernandez. Well, what if your long list of potential drafts they could have got? I'm literally. They had a, by the time the people you wanted, they would have had a super team. I just remember, right? <laughs> I just remember, like, this is back when I really cared about NFL and, like, used to watch the draft. <laughs> You're watching. I'm literally, it's the third round. Yeah. Like, like, Come on. Draft Aaron Hernandez, please. <laughs> and literally, the Patriots got all so mad. I'm like, why? They literally, in the same draft, picked up Gronk and Aaron. Like, literally, you want to talk about the come up of a century? I literally was like, just get Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, Eli I, would have been so happy throwing that ball to Aaron Hernandez. Oh, Eli, my God. Yeah, he me? a better Jeremy Shockey. Are you kidding me? It would have been farther away from Bristol. Um, <laughs> he would have still drove. 
Uh, yeah, but maybe his homies can come down there. You you can find a lot of other stuff to do in New York, but like in New England, like not like in Massachusetts. Um, okay, Caesar. Obviously, he was convicted of uh, killing his Odin his 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 fiance's sister's boyfriend, Odin Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Um, Awkward. And I mean, man, the the documentary itself, there was a lot going on. It was very entertaining. I'll say that. Yeah, um, the best part. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say best part. But <laughs> the most entertaining part is just seeing the sisters on opposite sides. Like, damn, bro, oh, that's no, wild. Damn, isn't that wild? Very Can you imagine? Lord. Crazy. Um, and then the, so when he, when, the 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 thing that sucks is that the the question that we all wanted to know, we never got an answer for. Why did he kill Odin Lloyd? Why? They never. They didn't have any answers. We just don't know. Like, why did he kill him? Yeah. I think it'll come out eventually. But they, I don't know. They speculated. They they speculate. See, there was a lot of speculations in this documentary. Big time speculation. They, they speculated. They speculate. They speculated and shut down other speculations. Like they speculated that Odin Lloyd found him in a compromising position or something like that. Uh, because they found a drug sex, deal sexually. They also had a drug deal one too. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember that. Um, and then they also, Caesar. Did you catch when they kind of speculated about him and Robert Kraft? They like they like said like, oh, you know, him and Robert Kraft had a special relationship, and they slowed down a pic, a video of uh, Robert Kraft like kissing him on the cheek. I swear you didn't catch that. I didn't think that. <laughs> no, Caesar. They were insinuating. That. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, you forgot. You know, you be texting. Um, but yeah, it was unfortunate. You be text. The, the the crazy thing is that like when I was like thinking about, it, I'm like, okay, the only way he could have gotten off for the Odin Lloyd thing is if he. I mean, let's no. assume that he shot him. He could have lied, or if he didn't shoot him, he had to snitch. He would have got off if he just deleted the one tape that mattered. <laughs> The one well, no, tape no, that, because no. there was a blunt he, with his DNA there. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as much. No, no, because the worst one is the video to show the jury of him walking back in the crib <laughs> with, with the, the gun. gun in his hand at that time. Come on, man! All the videos. You just gotta put delete all, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> man, he's on Aaron's. So I was cheering for you so you don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's terrible. Um... But yeah, no, nah, but uh, but there was the, the his it, DNA. It, I'm was, not gonna lie, I was definitely howling. And they showing the, the zoomed in picture of the gun. And his girls like, um, I can't recognize that. It mm-hmm. looks like a blood. I've never seen that. Before. I was like, you're a goon for that. Like that other dude Ryan. that was snitching heavy. She's way more of a gangster than him. Like she was like. I can't make out. I can't. I just see a blob yarner. We still might get that twenty mil. I don't know what that is. Um, this dude was over there. Yeah, we walked three. He shot me in the face. He shot them two Africans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then walk this way. Wait, I'm gonna get off. Okay, Uh, we're gonna go this way. And then we're going. We're going southeast on the street at at three fifty eight a.m. and fifty eight seconds. He's like reading it. Uh, Um, but. Well, okay, so either the only way he could have gotten off and not like gotten off scot free uh, for the Odin Lloyd murder was if he either if he did shoot him, he would have to lie and say the other guy shot him or he'd have to snitch on them dudes. Now, as from the street perspective, I can I don't say respect, but like he held he held it down. He held it down in that regard because we have seen dudes screw over their co-defendants in the past. Puff did that to shine. And and there was a lot of 
bringing in people talking about how fake and how corny and how double life Aaron did live. But to say this, for a man who was living this double life, he did hold it down. Yeah, he did. He did. He did go all out. Then there's some people that be like. Oh man, I want. Uh, oh, I don't know. I still got this check coming. Or oh, I can still make it out of it. Oh, he literally was like, honestly, I'm here. And he even was sitting on the phone. I'm about to like, I'm probably gonna do life. Like he, it kind of seemed like an admission. Like, yeah. damn dog. So, not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people that live double lives will stick to the life that's literally kind of ruining it all. Still, they'll, yeah, he, they'll switch at some point. He held it down for better. Especially or in that courtroom where he was just looking stone faced the whole time. Yeah, but um, <laughs> poker face to the max. His his co defendants, the dude Wallace and Ortiz, they might be getting out this year. They were sentenced to four and a half to seven years um, in 2016. Oh, yeah, and Wallace, yeah, yeah. 2015 or 16, I think it was, Damn. they got sentenced. They, they should have waited. They should have interviewed the, the documentary. Yeah, they, they could be getting they got out. Impatient. I mean, potentially getting out this year. Um, and, uh, yeah, in 2016, they were both sentenced to four and a half to seven, like um, accessory to the fact, basically. Yeah, yeah. accessory to murder or whatever. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he could have, Aaron Damn. Hernandez could have but- easily been like, I didn't do it. It was him. And uh, definitely R.I.P. to Furtado and those two dudes. I don't, well, know. Okay, gonna, I don't know who got him, but mm, I hate to see it. I mean, it seemed like it was a drug dealer, dude. I mean, Aaron, did, Hernan- did, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez look, got acquitted, so it, so I, I think the I, murder was on him. I don't... I, I'm not going to say it's probably the drug dealer, dude, because... Well, he I, was the only other person that was... That was uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go ahead and say that for real, because... That lawyer he had was going all super hard. He's a celebrity Glass. lawyer. He's a celebrity lawyer, and he was going super hard. I mean, well, he was he was kind of going hard, and especially when he did grill him, started grilling him. I was like, damn, this guy's well, yeah, well, a because champion. I guess they were saying that um, that everything family, was fine until that one point, right? I think they were saying that the family of the two African dudes were still like trying to figure out who did it. So I get, maybe that drug dealer dude got off, but but Aaron Hernandez did too. So I don't know who they're saying killed him. Damn, can you imagine? That's rough. You don't know who the hell kill your kids. Yeah, you don't even speak English. You know they look like they was, they was, apparently they were just cool, too. They were just working and then getting off at the club. Yeah, they were pushing that Beamer, though. I don't know, dog. They were like, oh, it's just hard way. Can't like, ever see some Cape Meridians make it. <laughs> they, just, they just clean offices. I'm like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, we're going clean offices. Like, damn, y'all got the Beamer? Pushing that Beamer, the Beamer though. Benzer Bentley? Yeah, whose car is that? That's then? one of the three cars Lloyd Bang mentioned. You feel me? I don't know. They might have been pushing. Um, but. <laughs> I, I do <laughs> literally. No one's ever reviewed the documentary has said when they had Beamer, they might have been pushing. Yo, cleaning offices, like you could get a. Ra- a I mean, Beamer's be getting raggedy after a while. So, yeah, you, but I'm gonna keep it real. A Beamer you can get for two fifty a month or ten a month. I mean, I, I agree. You can get you an old. It's America, ra- baby. Beamer easy to get. I, I know you can get you an old raggedy <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? They got like eighty thousand miles and it's you can get the, all kinds of stuff the, messed you up get inside. That six series I always wanted back in the day. The the, the fabulous yeah. one. All kinds of stuff messed up in the inside. Yeah, some stuff yeah, that yeah, work. You know, so Beamers be breaking down. The, you know, the but, one where the white mirror don't go up anymore. Yeah, exactly. But uh, my homeboy used to have a Benz. The, the the window would go down just randomly sometimes, and the and the seat too. You'd be shook too. <laughs> uh, the seat goes down. The one time I was driving it, and the seat just go. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, see, hold on. Uh, I, 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 we were in the hood in San Diego too, so I was going, and the seat. I was like, oh, and I almost ran into the median, and I was like, oh, and I and I turned like this, and he was he like almost flew off the window. <laughs> 
This car is a death trap. He was like, he was like, almost flipped over. Can you imagine you jill the car just go? Yeah, so anyway, but you never know. Anyway, um, okay, one thing I want to say about the documentary itself, you know, it definitely had like a narrative and it tried to frame some things certain ways. Yeah, I agree with you. I like, I kind of felt like they were almost trying to push that because he was a closeted homosexual, like that's what made him lash out. And I Uh, I feel like there were two things, not just that a closet homosexual. And his fear of coming out and no support system if he was to be gay. Like, that fear factor of being a cause homosexual was a driving force of it. For his anger yeah. and his, 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 his super, uh, quote-unquote, masculine, macho dad like passing away. Yeah. It, I was just like... I, I agree. It, it felt like, to me, there's two consistent things for the three episodes we talked about. Him mm-hmm. being a closet gay mm-hmm. and the murders. That was the three thing. The three, the two things they talked about every single episode, because mm-hmm. every episode jumped from end to beginning. They jumped around a lot, but they kept talking about how. I mean, from the get go, they was talking about him, uh, his Being friend a shooter. Oh no, oh. yeah, for, damn! From the get go, talking about him and his buddy playing as kids. I was like, whoa. Well, I already knew about those. No, I knew, but I'm saying like they kept talking about it. We, so we, we talked about him on the episode on the podcast. We before, talked right? about there being rumors of that. No, but did we talk about Aaron Hernandez before? We might have. Uh, we might have lose that. When did he kill? When did he kill himself? Two thousand seventeen. Seventeen. Was it after 18. we started the podcast? Damn, we gotta look. I gotta look at the. Go, we made our archives. Go, go, go. But um, if if he go, go. if he no. did it after, then yeah. He, um, but you know, this is the, there's there's a counter argument to how I felt about that too. Someone was saying, oh well. Is it a talking point, really? Are you making it a talking point because he's closet homosexual? It was before we started the podcast. Okay. My thing is this. It, it is a talking point because if it was just things were mentioned about him and then one thing was mentioned and it was closet homosexuality and then we all just kept focusing on it, it'd be different. But it seemed to be every time they talked about him killing himself or every time they talked about his violence actions, they seemed to always bring up a point about something happening to him being caused. Him. That's why I'm relating it to them having a focus on that. And then the biggest one is that they tied him killing himself possibly to that radio interview where the lady's talking yeah. about him being gay well, and taking it in the rear end, all the tight end. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, damn. Like that. Like I, I never even heard this station in my life. Sure. I mean... It could, but I, did this go viral? I don't remember that even being a thing back yeah. then. He's in jail. I mean, I, I'm saying that like the access that we have word of mouth is pretty much the same in terms of what he's hearing too. So I don't know about it. I don't really think he's hearing some lady talking on the radio about him being gay and be like, well, that's really a thing. Rumors about, they were like saying like, oh, he he did or didn't have a, a lover in jail. Well, oh, she's the one that was like breaking that story by him having a jail lover. Well, that's the thing too. Like in jail, like... I mean, not like I've been in the pen, but I've, you know, I know what's up. Like, you can't be, like, gay in jail and it's a secret. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you have, like, a lover in jail, like, people know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right? it's not like It's not like it's a secret. I, so, like. And I'll be honest with you, like, based upon, I mean, damn, like, it's hard to, it's hard to play, you know, you know, a, a, a backseat psychologist or whatever it's called. But, like, sitting here and hearing his phone tapes, like, his phone calls, his, like, mannerism and discussion and the lawyer saying like right when he got off on that that last murder that he seemed to have high spirits about getting out he was like yo I'm ready to do this do this and they just talked and then hence conversations about 
sorry about how he talked about people of that community and to his wife, it just seemed to me like I I don't think he would. I feel like he's more of like he he gave me a persona. I don't know what you're saying. Are you saying <clears throat> you don't think he's gay? No, he's I don't gay? think that that was like I don't a think he, I don't think that that was legit. The, the him having the jail. Boy oh yeah, him. I don't think so either. I'm sorry. I know the point was kind of direct, but it's just to, 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 to emphasize that. It just seemed to me like he seemed more of a reserve type based upon his profile, based upon what he's done in the past. And he was just, like, trying to do his thing. And someone like that has more to garner off clout by making the, the statement that I'm his lover than he has from that yeah, coming out. Like, I, that that might be a clout chaser, that dude. Yeah, for sure. I think <clears> that... That's in jail. Jesus. I just feel like... It, they. I just feel like... Not like they said or made it... I just, there was, like, a little bit of a narrative, like... Yeah. He was closeted, and that made him lash out because he couldn't live his truth. Not now. I'm also saying that it's unfortunate for somebody to have to not be able to live their truth because of how people would react. Very unfortunate. Um, and that's especially you know, for a football player like like his status. Yeah, and that would that that I can't even imagine like living uh, living like that and not feeling like you can like be yourself for like that long of your life. But I don't. I'm not gonna like justify his actions based on that by any means, dude. Like, yo, this dude's out here catching bodies, and like, even if he didn't kill them Africans, like, you know what happened, like, dog. Like, I mean, you damn, you're in the area, though. Yeah, Jesus, like, man. and you out here, like, e- even if you pulled, didn't pull the trigger on Odin Lloyd, like, that's like, uh, uh, uh someone who's like you're related to, like, y'all, he- y'all hang out, and like. This oh. person's dead in a ditch over there, and like, yeah, that don't got nothing to do. The, like, even if even if he caught you with a dude or something like that, yo, you sitting on M's, you can do something to. Yeah. If you don't want him to tell, like, you don't got to murder the I guy. Like, think about two things. Number one, not only is Odin Lloyd, Odin Lloyd wasn't just some random street dude that they no, became boys. Odin Lloyd was the also the fiance of his his wife's sister. They so, used to hang out. They were homies. They were homies. And the discussion made it seem like, like, they, they talked about how upstairs the girls would be hanging out. They, they'd be hanging out in Man Cave playing games, yeah, whatever, bro, kicking and smoking. But it just doesn't seem like, to me, that situation garnered that. Like, no, he's, it, it would he's be more. dumb and crazy and yeah, immature and, and, and violent. And, and, and the only way I would have believed that, if all those people didn't talk about Old Lloyd being a good dude. Yeah, if they talk, really if they was like, if no one came to Odinlo's defense in that video, I'd be like, well, you're probably trying to extort him. Like, now I don't give a fuck about my wife or nothing. I'm trying to get this yeah. money. Uh, and if not, I'm about to reveal this. And then he got pressed and Aaron Adams and get him and it went down. But the dude was damn near crying talking about him on a semi-pro team, talking about how great of a dude he was. He was hurt by it. It seemed like there was two people that thought he was a decent person yeah, for that to be like the situation. Extortion. He didn't seem an extortion type. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like he would. I mean, also, okay. So my, my takeaway from Aaron Hernandez as a yes, person yes. Was that he was kind of dumb? He's immature dumb. and entitled. Um, he was like screaming on his mom, <laughs> saying that you ruined my life and all this other stuff. And I, I don't know that situation with his like the woman that had cancer. I, I can't say how, how what Amen. I really. I, I can't Amen. say. I can't say. I can't say. I can't say what I don't be trying to. Uh, and, and one more thing, sir, before you get to your point. I thought. When they talked about him getting away for the first things in Florida, yeah, I thought that the ne- the discussion was going to be about that. How this is an individual who who got away with something and thought he was on top of the world and could do whatever he wanted. <laughs> so as soon as that happened, you know, he started doing whatever he wanted and then let, it spiraled out of control because things snowball in life. Yeah, hell yeah, especially when I don't know how it's like to be that celebrity. Lord knows what's not snowballs if you just let it happen, but. 
It just kept tying into the, the, the homosexuality thing. I was like, oh, I guess that's the Yeah, point. and I just I just felt like I, that was I two thought separate that, things. I felt more, when that happened, I was like, oh, this is probably about like how things started getting wild in terms of him getting away with shit. He did this, did this, and around. Like, I thought that was what was going to be the discussion. And then, you know they had nothing on that because they were talk- they apparently talked to players and players did not want to comment on, on how his relationship, but they just said that he was living away. He wasn't spending a lot of team time. Like, he was doing yeah. his own thing. So I was like, maybe they got some dirt on what he was doing out there in terms of like wilding out, whatever, blah, 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 and get away with it. No, it just seemed like, oh, he's a clown. His dad wasn't accepting of it. His best friend's dad. It just seemed like. Also, let's put a little blame on Bill Belichick because they did say that Aaron came to him and was like, can you please trade me because I want to get away from here. And he was apparently told him, like, I got people trying to extort me and stuff like that. And they and they was like, nah, just move into an apartment somewhere else. Yo, yo, yo. The, I'm like, I'm like yo, we got they didn't talk little... about that. The, the, the investigation on that, especially when they said move into an apartment out in the fucking boonies as small as hell and like be out there hiding what the hell yeah, man i'm like damn dude if are he's you telling, kidding me if he's, if he's telling you i'm getting ex- they're trying to extort me and some stuff uh, can you can you like help him out Ro- robert Kraft better go hook him up with them super complex apartments that that's at security well, to no, the max but, no because they know where he's gonna be like if, i mean i think that he was saying that trying, i mean who knows if he was being genuine about that but even still like if this person's saying look I got people around here that are trying to extort me, whatever. Like, I need to be traded. Like, you got to take that serious. And at least if you don't, if you don't believe him necessarily, you got to, like, involve the police. You got to have something that shows that you at least took some kind of responsibility yeah, and or steps no. towards ad- ad- adhering to what this player came with you with his concerns. Yeah. Extortion is real. Players and athletes get extorted a lot. They should know that, athletes especially when they're, that's a, a player that they dropped 44 mil guaranteed on. Yeah. They should know absolutely that that probably could happen Yeah, to athletes get extorted a lot out here. Boy, they do. So, I mean, I'm like, damn, that's Bill. That's crazy. Professional slavery. That that was a big example. Like, yes. You literally walk up and say, man, like, you the, know. Yo, they might you kill have, me. Yo, you, you have, you already want a ring. And then you have a guy who wants to get out of that situation because he's fearful of his life. And you go, your life doesn't matter. It's about yeah. what you're doing on the field to me, slave. Well, so yeah. you're staying here. That's well, basically what happened well, Aaron here. Hernandez didn't want to And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Aaron is a, I'm not saying Aaron Hernandez is a good person, but that was no. a bad situation. Um, yeah, Bill, Bill, and, sometimes, and sometimes in life, you know, think people's lives could have been different if, if in, in certain situations things were different. You yeah, know, one person made the right decision and not thought about themselves, or and, and that's a corporation. When you when when you talk about being these players are family about family or whatever they like to do that stuff, you then that means you have that responsibility to to notice that moment too and and yeah, adhere absolutely. to that and help the person out if they ask for help. Absolutely, goddamn yes for help. That's crazy. Yeah, and speaking of a player asking for help, Caesar, we gotta talk about your boy. I mean, honestly, I, I got to have some love for anybody that played for the Sonics, even for a day. What? Delonte West? Delonte West did play for the Seattle Supersonics for, for a second. I, I couldn't get down with him after he said LeBron's mom. That was wild. Was, you got to relax, dog. <laughs> a little much, buddy. Okay, can you relax, dog? Because this dude's going through a lot, and you bringing up old shit. Okay. Anyway, um, Delonte West was found uh, in Maryland. Um, he got beat up in the street, and... Uh, you know the he the video of him wilding out um, with the handcuffs. The cop there was a cop obviously recording that. That cop has been suspended uh, yeah. for releasing that video. Lord Jesus, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there there's been a lot of talk about his mental health issues. Um, I don't know if he's on drugs or not. Um, he's only thirty six years old. 
Um, CJ, do you think that the NBA has any role to play as far as his like situation? <sighs> um, after you say, I'll t- tell you what a prominent sports journalist said. I don't think they necessarily have, but I think a team does. I Which think, team? I think any team that was um, allowed, any team that, because I remember in the past he had was talked about how team doctors he was referred to doctors for like the medications he was taking or whatever on a team. He talked about his bipolar disorder and stuff like that. He has that was after he was already off the team. Though. I know, but he talked about it while he was on on the teams. He was still he had bipolar disorder and he took drug medicine for it. So any of those teams, I feel like that knew about what's going on with him and 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 you know helped insure him or whatever just were part of that process but they kind of had some responsibility in terms of where he is now he played in china for a couple seasons they got responsibility no oh wow okay um so you don't think the nba has anything i mean those teams are part of the nba so yeah but i mean the nba is supposed to be like this this organization and the teams are individually Attached to the player, I think it's more of the teams instead of instead of the so NBA the, so the Mavericks, or the union at least, at least the players' union. Okay, so the players' union, yeah, yeah not, not necessarily the, the NBA. Okay, yeah, but Monty said the NBA doesn't really have anything to do with it. Um, I mean, it's just sad because I mean, obviously, I never really cared for him as a player that much. He's left-handed, though, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Um, I, I never was really into him that much. Um, <laughs> damn, as a player, nah. I mean, I, I no one was, but damn, I don't know that point about. <laughs> It's just one of the keep it We're real. About mental illness, him getting stomped on the freeway. Okay, well, you like, talk about really, you talk about him really bringing care. up LeBron's mom. I don't really care you talk about, about him bringing up player. you talk about him bringing up LeBron's yeah, mom. Yeah, raise your voice. What, Go did ahead. He, what did he say about LeBron's mom? This is wild. I'm okay. Yeah, okay, I'm exactly. <laughs> you think? Never mind. Um, you think LeBron's goons are you about to say? <laughs> no, no, on, that was not what I was yeah, going to say. You see what he's saying? Here? No, I was not going to say Maryland too. I was not going to say that actually, but it's really sad. You never want to see anybody on the streets like that. Hopefully he can get some help again into some kind of a uh, place where he can get his get get some help. I don't know what happened with him, but I mean he's still a young dude. And um, allegedly they knew each other, those two guys, the guy that was beating him up. I don't know anything about that situation. Right, I mean, I the dude the, was stomping. The officers that the two guys had a dispute from earlier and they carried into this going on now. The dude stomped his ears together. I can't even front. Yo, he, man, he was going crazy. I'm like, dog, chill. You trying to catch a body on the freeway? Damn, can you imagine? He probably didn't care. I don't know if the other person was homeless, too, or something like that. Apparently, somebody's seen him in Texas or something, like panhandling, but and they, they were, like they yeah, thought he was homeless. But he's saying he wasn't homeless, actually, but I don't know. Um, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because, like, you don't usually see, like, NBA players that literally weren't even playing that long ago on the street like that. Yeah. Mental health is a real thing, and if anybody, I'll say this for people, um, you know, I know pe- people suffer from a lack of friendship, you know, try to get out in the world and make friends, genuine friends, and yeah. also um, take the time to think about what makes you happy yeah. and try to seek those things out, things that are happy and productive, and um, hopefully Delonte West can get better and get in a situation where he's doing better. Um, see, you did watch the uh, Conor McGregor fight, right? I did. What you think? Was it, was it only 40 seconds? Yeah, it was 40 seconds. Oh, God. I'm going to go ahead and call investigation. Yeah, let's, 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 let's get investigative reporter. See, we made it. As investigate. Best. I got to investigate Donald Cowboy Cerrone, sir. Investigate. Do you think, do you think he took a dive? I think he took you a dive. You think he took a dive? You think he took the dive? I think he took the dive. You, you got to give me all, all I saw. All I saw was 
Okay, I did see the shoulder checks that broke his nose. That was kind of wild. That was, you know what? If anything, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. But the investigate part no, was no, at no, the hold end. On, hold on, hold on. What? If there's any part that I would agree with you, was that I'm like, dog, why are you just catching these shoulders no, repeatedly? To me, Move. the worst is he's against the the fence, okay. and like he kind of throws like this bolo punch, okay. and he just starts like even before. Connor doesn't even do crazy. Connor like likes to look and like hit like this. He's already doing this on the ground. I'm like, uh, like Connor wasn't even. All they talked about was like, oh, Cerrone has great wrestling. He never, he has great wrestling. They sleep on his wrestling. People think he's not a wrestler. Mm. He didn't even grab one ankle. He didn't even ankle pick. He didn't do nothing. He just stood there, was like this, and then rolled over, and then rolled over some more. I'm like, I mean, dog, like, what, what are we, what are we doing here? The most disgusting. I'm like, you're, you. It's that was the worst part. The worst, I mean, dog, you're doing that, and I don't know what the back end, uh, behind the door payment was, because apparently you're getting 200k to show, and then 200k if you win. So you only get 200k, you're not getting 400k, <laughs> and and Connor's getting three mil no matter what. Yeah. So I just I, look, man. Don't come up here spending weeks talking about we're gonna blow the roof off this place. Uh, uh, I'm a cowboy. I fucking ride snowmobiles with my toddler in the back and this and this. But then as soon as the dude start punching you, you start doing this. And I'm not one to ever try to say, oh, I'm not in. Oh, you not you haven't been in the ring. You know what it is. Well, Dog, you know, you know. This man has fought, I think, what twenty nine times. Serrano. How many times are we gonna count that he just started rolling over like that? So that's what I'm saying. He, I'm saying based upon his history. He's fought a bajillion times what? here. He came from Muay Thai. He's fought everywhere. He says to get on planes, go fight in Egypt. The next week, go fight in, in, in Singapore. It don't matter. He's to fight anybody. Do you know what number this was? UFC? Yeah. Oh, 242? No. Okay, I'll look it up. 240, 246. 246. You sure? Yeah, yeah, 246. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, UFC 246. Um... He, the, Donald Cerrone is the, has the most wins in, in hit company history, most top ten uh, fight bonuses or fight whatever. This was to me. He did. A, he was doing somersaults from the get go. The shoulder check, sure. Yeah, man. There was a fight. That was weird. Bam. Like, there was two fights. Bam. Those fights. Two fights before this. He got his last fight. His nose busted up. He did way more after that nose busted than this one. Sure, man. You got rocked by a head kick. I'm sure you got fucking concussed, but. Even if gosh, I know you're gonna try to instincts that grab a leg or something, just just hold on to that Irishman, just hold on to that leg and just wait to, it out to get, that, to get your equilibrium back or yeah. something. You got a couple more minutes to get. Don't that tell round. me the man has been wrestling, he wrestle whatever. If he's not even gonna grab an ankle to get it cracking, so I just want to investigate. Uh, I, I, I we made an investigation team. You know, you we're, know we're, we're about the people, and we just want fairness in the public eye. And that's an investigation right there, okay? Investigation, sir. Yep. Yeah, okay, this Cerrone or Serrano and uh, N'Golo Conte. We investigating both of y'all. Both of y'all are officially, a, we have we have a, 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 a board. We have family. a board up and we have the pin. We put your pictures of both y'all and we're just going to start doing the fucking branches and shit. We're going to start seeing what's going on. Thousand. Yeah. Okay, Caesar. Uh, last thing. Who do you think is going to win Super Bowl, dog? I think Chiefs are gonna win. Do you want them to? I can't. I can't see. Uh, no. Um, you I, want the 49ers to win? No, I don't want either to win. I hate. I don't. Okay. Want well, either. can you pick one? Who you I got the, the Chiefs? Who do you want to win? I don't more? want them to win, but I know the Chiefs are gonna win. Ooh. Okay. Guaranteeing it. Um, I could never cheer for the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I just could never do that. They got a black quarterback. Yeah, but they're called the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't do that. Okay. So you swear like you nah, can't. I'm, you swear like you I'm hardcore. I'm hardcore. I'm I'm 12. percent So I don't know. I'm 12. Um, percent You have a whitey tell you how much you are. 
You're from a land. How do you know Whitey was a lab tester? How do you know it wasn't an, uh, Who's a, company a, an Asian it? guy? Whose company was it? Mm, I don't, you don't know the laboratory you workers. Know? You don't know laboratory workers. Anyway. So, anyways, no, I'm continuing my point. Uh, they got a black. They got a black quarterback that not can acknowledge as black. Who? Uh, just like Russell Wilson, not going to call him black. I uh, know. You hear about his George Zimmerman tweets? What? Mahomes? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Come on, dog. What did you say? Were you, you writing for for Zimmers? Come on, man. You thought what you what would you have done if if those you stealing them skittles? You would have got them holes in your face too. Dog, he was definitely like not. He was he was like definitely like not saying. He was like coming out talking about it, and definitely was more on Zimmerman's side. <laughs> I'm like, damn, your daddy is black as hell. Come on now. I'm not surprised. You know, um, you know, uh, you know what sucks is like. Your dad is black, and your dad is who afforded you this lifestyle from his playing baseball. And you just going just to just go, huh? Hey, are you surprised, though? I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, you would do but, it, too. But, I'm but, no, absolutely not. Uh, I know what team to pick. Uh, um, no, I, I think the Chiefs are winning because I just can't imagine the Niners. I mean, I think the last game, Garoppolo had like eight throws or something like that. He threw the ball like eight or ten times. I have no idea. I can't imagine you want a Super Bowl with that kind of low production on a quarterback again. Yeah. I think those days are over. Those Flacco and those Brad Johnson Dilfer, days are over. Days. That trend for Brad Johnson, Tampa Bay Bucks. Those days are all over. Um, I think you have to have a more both sided team. And I seen some of those uh, plays with Holmes. Jesus Christ, I can throw a ball. Holy, holy smokes! Patrick Mahomes definitely can throw a ball. I don't know if he's. I don't know about him being you, under you, pressure. But do you think if like he gets like just like not not that they lose points, but let's say it's zero zero, but he just gets ran through two times on some aggressive ass sacks and just rock him. Like if they just sack him hard two times or two two sack fumbles will rock him. Mentally, I, they could, yeah, but because Forty Nine ers have a really good defense, a really good pass rush too. Mm-hmm. They got that one Trump supporter dude, Bosa or something like that. Yeah, good dude. Um, and they got Richard Sherman over there, who's literally just I'm just like I'm Terminator. But um, Patrick Mahomes is a really good, really good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just whatever. It'd be nice to see another black quarterback win the Super Bowl. Whatever they're going to say about him, but yeah. I just would like to see it. And I, like I mean, can we just say that in the 2000s already they have two black quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl? That's incredible. Before that, it was only one. That's um, awesome. Okay, so before 2000, it was obviously Doug Williams. And then, damn, since then, it wasn't nobody since Russell Wilson? Just Russ. Last name Wilson? Russell. Last, Last name Wilson. Wilson. Damn, he was the only one. The only one, man. Ooh. That's it. No no Steve McNabb. No. <laughs> Steve McNabb. I mean, sorry. Jesus Steve Christ. McNair. Steve McNair. Don- no fucking damn, Donovan McNabb. There's no uh, Kurt none Warner of, won the damn Super Bowl. Kurt Warren's won it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Aaron God. Brooks didn't win it. Oh, hey, careful! <laughs> even because oh. even though he was getting ran okay. through by the Chargers, it was fucking obliterating <laughs> him. You know who else didn't win it? Mike Vick. <laughs> yeah, he did not win it. Uh, damn, that's true. So this, so uh, Patrick Mahomes hmm. will be the third black quarterback to win it all time. Damn, son. Technically two now. So we got Russell, and I feel like there might have been one more, dog. There was none, sir. Are you sure? No Sean King. Oh, hey. <laughs> Damn, but wait a minute, for real? Yeah, Seneca Wallace didn't get it. <laughs> okay, we're like, <laughs> if, you, if, you tell, if you tell me what college he went to, I will literally give you a dollar. If you tell me what college Seneca Wallace went to. Is it ACC college, huh? No. <clears throat> give me a hint. I feel like I remember. Um, I feel like I remember, but I have to like just right there. Seneca Wallace. I don't know. I don't know. I, QB I, wide receiver for the Seahawks. I don't even know what uh, what it would be a good hit to be honest with you. What conference? 
I don't even know what conference they are. Conference USA probably, huh? They probably, uh, probably could have been. He looked like a CUSA dude. It might have been Big uh, 12 at the time. It might have been Big 12. Ooh. What, Kent State or something? Nah, but you're getting kind of close, though. Mm. Damn, dog. Oh, Nick Foles. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Damn, dog. Brad Johnson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mark Rippin is Native American. <coughs> Curtis Painter. It's <laughs> too stupid. Steve Young don't count. <laughs> Almost. That was a close one. Damn. That was before the 2000s, though, so it don't matter. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, this is I don't know. Who, who, who is it? What's cool? Iowa State. Oh, damn. I did know that. <laughs> uh, Move your body like a cyclone. Um, okay. <laughs> they're cyclones. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping the Chiefs win, whatever. Um, I can't, I don't really care for the 49ers like that. Um, I can't really rock for the, with the 49ers ever since I've seen that damn picture of, uh, Jerry Rice with that Popeye's chicken helmet, uh, with the damn chicken, uh, with the, with the piece of chicken in the damn helmet and the Popeye. <laughs> can we put that as the picture or what, please? Can we put that as a picture? And I, I didn't like how they treated T.O. either. <laughs> you feel me? Can't, can't, although Steve Young is like my third favorite quarterback ever. Steve maybe Young second. was sensational. I love Steve Young forever. God damn, he's amazing. Can we put that as the uh, picture, please? Yeah, <laughs> Steve Young. I mean, uh, Steve Jerry, Let's Jerry, put Steve Young inside Jerry, Jerry Rice's helmet. With the damn chicken wing, right? Yeah, come on, man. I How are you going to let that get out, dog? I can't do it. I could never do it. <laughs> anyway, that was a long-ass episode. All right. Shout uh, out Tiger Woods. Indeed. And uh, Anyway. Um, all right. We made a podcast episode... Uh, 141. If Eric, if you're still listening, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and there was somebody else. One of your homeboys said he was going to listen to us talk about the Eric Hernandez. Uh, yeah, Sergio said he wants to hear it. Yeah, and then one of your other homeboys from uh, Twitter, too. Nice. Uh, um, I'm like, damn, y'all don't be listening to ever. It's, it's, uh, damn. What? But anyway, make sure you subscribe. Um, and make sure you follow C's on Twitch. We made it C's. You know, that's what he cares about the most. Um, and holler.